listening to the Fired Up Podcast Network. Let's get fired up. This is Fired Up Browns with your host, Daniel Garrett, and today we are joined by Kellen Gerenstein of NFL Draft Bible on Sports Illustrated and also his podcast in the film room. And you can find him on Twitter at TNDO underscore KG. And we are here today to preview the Browns week three matchup against the Chicago Bears. And the Bears obviously starting first year quarterback Justin Fields in his first career start. So let's get into it. I'm here with Kellen Gerenstein of NFL Draft Bible and also his podcast in the film room with Kellen and Lorenz. Kellen, how you doing today? I'm good, man. How you doing? Very good. Glad to have you on the show. And obviously the Bears playing the Browns this week. And the big talking point this week is going to be Justin Fields making his first start of his NFL career. Know you're an Ohio State guy too, so sure you're pretty pumped about this one. So yes, sir. Let's let's start there. What are you expecting out of Justin Fields for his first start? Um, as as far as what I expect from him on the field, uh, regardless of play calling, I think he's going to over rely on his athleticism, which is just fine. I think that. There will be throws that he'll leave on the field um, because he feels more comfortable tucking and running. And like I said, first start, uber athletic quarterback, I think that's just fine. But I do think that when he does decide to deliver the ball, I think that his accuracy, his consistency will be the best thing that the Bears fans can see. We all know how accurate he was in college, and accuracy is not something that really doesn't translate. It's one of the few QB traits that translates from college to the NFL. So hopefully he'll keep that consistent. He'll be able to move the chains. Um, keep that offense on the field after third down. So that's that'd be the biggest thing. Yeah, and definitely was probably the most accurate quarterback, despite what some people may have said in the past year's draft. And mm-hmm. it it's really a standout trait, along with athleticism. And when you're when you're facing this Browns team, now they haven't necessarily gotten the sack production yet this year but they have been able to get pressure on the quarterback. And with how the Bears offensive line is, it's not it's not the greatest in the world. I really do believe that his athleticism is really going to help and it's especially going to stand out compared to what Andy Dalton would have provided in that sense. And Andy Dalton's not a immobile quarterback. He just isn't nearly the same athlete as Fields. And Really, if you have Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney screaming off the edges, it's really going to be beneficial to be able to not only be able to escape, but also just his pocket mobility inside, being able to step up as they come around the edge. And I thought that was something he did an excellent job of. Obviously, you have concerns with just being in the first NFL game, and especially a Joe Woods defense runs a wide variety of coverages you're going to have everything thrown out at him 
and you're going to see some overloaded sides along the front as well with even Clowney, Garrett, and Tack sometimes being on the same side as each other. So mm. it's going. they're going to throw a lot at him, but I definitely think he's going to be able to handle it as, as well as you can expect any rookie to. It's not going to be the greatest, but as as a guy in your first star, I think he's one of the more well-equipped rookies in recent memory for it. And you look defensively, on defensive side ball, I know PFF just announced their week, week two defensive player of the week as Jalen Johnson, second-year corner out of Utah. And I've only seen bits and pieces of his of his play this year, but I really did like him coming out, and I think he's played excellent. And we do have OBJ coming out, coming back this week. So it's going to be very interesting to see how often those two do get matched up. So what's your thoughts on how well Jalen Johnson's played and how his progression has been? Yeah, I, I think that um, even though I'm biased, I, I, I feel pretty comfortable saying that JJ has been the the best cornerback from the 2020 class so far. I know Okuda had a rough start, um, and I think he's still the most talented guy of that group. But, you know, guys like LeJarrius Sneed, Cam Dantzler have also played well. Guys who are late-round picks. But I think Jalen has been the most solid, the most consistent. Um, and I, he's had he's had a few tests, uh, you know, obviously playing in a, a division where Devontae Adams is the biggest threat and going against Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Kenny Galladay was on the Lions last year. That, that receiving core is not as deep this year. But he's been tested, and I think he'll only continue to grow. He's stepping into a bigger role now with Kyle Fuller being gone. Um, so I think he's fantastic. I think he's done a, a great job, even as a rookie, but as a CB2, and now second-year CB1. I think that player of the week was very, very well deserved. Uh, although I will say Roquan Smith could have very easily won that award as well. Uh, but I think JJ has been fantastic. Yeah, and Roquan Smith, obviously that very memorable pick six against the Bengals last week. And really just a very impressive defensive game, I thought. And it you do have a lot different challenges coming into this week. You're getting a lot more run-heavy team. Browns are closer to that. 55-45 pass run split, maybe even 60-40. But really, we do see it's it's they're one of the more hev- run-heavy teams. They're probably one of the closest to a 50-50 split. And compared to what the Bengals want to do, it's just a completely different scheme. And it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust. And they were able to really – perform exceptionally I'm I don't know how well they're going to do necessarily against this Browns offensive line and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt so how do you think the Bears defense is going to fare in the run game um I I think first of all I'll say I think Nick Chubb is the best pure runner in the NFL uh with the ball in his hands he is the best coming out of the backfield I you know obviously McCaffrey, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, they have that that second layer of being a receiver, Saquon Barkley, same thing. But I think best pure runner is Nick Chubb. Now, I don't know if they're – Eddie Goldman is coming back, so that is a huge, huge plus for the Bears defense with having Bilal Nichols, Eddie Goldman, and Akeem Hicks all healthy. I think that will help stop the run. Um, do I think it will contain the entire offense, especially if OBJ is going to be healthy? No, I don't. Um, but, I, I, you know, I'm not a – 
I, I can't defensive game plan for NFL run games. Um, and, and the Browns just forced you to respect every aspect of their game. Like you talked about 55, 45 was a good split and Baker is becoming a, a very good quarterback in his own. Um, so there, you have to respect both parts of the game, which I think ends up being the difference. Uh, I don't know if, if, if the bears will be able to necessarily stop the Browns as much as they'll need to be to, to outscore them. Um, but I think that front can match up. I still think that the Browns have more talent along their O-line and the Bears have on the D-line, a little bit more beef. Um, but we'll see. Uh, maybe maybe setting the edges with uh, Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, can they set that edge? Obviously, Roquan Smith and Nick Chubb, former teammates, so they know what each other is all about uh, at Georgia. So um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a toss-up going in. I give the edge to the Browns in that run game, but we'll see. Yeah, and the the final piece I of – interesting matchups is actually kind of on the lower end here we're going to the slot and then the bears nickel position i have thought that the bears have struggled a bit at that nickel position so far this year and then the browns are now without jarvis landry and so you expect a lot of anthony schwartz and metric felton to fill in at at that spot but you it's going to be very interesting to see if one of those guys that have with the Browns, it's been someone needing to step up due to injury. And with the Bears, it's just been a struggle. If one of those positions can step up and really provide an advantage. And so who do you think is more inclined to win that matchup this week? Um, I, I definitely got to go with – I'll pick the Browns again. I think Duke Shelley is a little bit more talented than, than the – and the Bears have made him look. He just hasn't developed, unfortunately. I know he was a late-round guy, um, kind of a, a a very low floor type of guy. But I don't think he – I think he could be a, a very reliable nickel corner. I still give the edge. I think I was a big Demetrius Felton guy coming out of coming out of college. Uh, and Anthony Schwartz, obviously, is a burner, even though his skill set might not be as complete as, you know, uh, any other slot receiver in the NFL. He's obviously probably – might be this fastest straight-line guy um, on a football field in the NFL, even with guys like Tyree Kill and all that. Um, so I still give the edge to the Browns. But I think Duke Shelley can come into his own. He just has to find some confidence. I think that that is a big part lacking in his game. Obviously, the Bears have kind of been rotating in nickel corner, um, so they're still trying to figure it out. But I think he's the guy at nickel. I just don't know if he'll be able to match whoever, whether it be Schwartz or uh, Felton. I don't know if he'll, he'll be able to get that. Yeah, and then – going to ask you about how much have you seen of Baker Mayfield and what do you think you are a guy who is very adept at analyzing the quarterback position here so I I want to rely on you and uh, a couple a couple fun stats for Baker so far throughout this year we do have Baker as the number one leader in completion percentage I know that's not a great stat but the fact is that he is pairing that high completion percentage with being one of the guys pushing the ball downfield has one of the highest percentages of throws over 20 yards in the NFL. I believe he's like fourth or fifth in terms of that around 16% of his throws are going past 20 yards and he's still completing over 80%. And I definitely think Baker has picked up from where he was at the end of last year and hasn't really regained that poor form from the beginning of the year last year. So I just want to know what you think 
And for those that don't know, Kellen is a former high school quarterback and also a quarterback on Ohio State's club team who they get to play Saturday, is it? We play Sunday. Play Sunday? Sunday? So you'll be yeah. playing Sunday. And so yeah, I'll be playing during the game, unfortunately. I'll have to DVR it. It'll be that, frustrating. <laughs> that's tough, but yeah, you get to get back out there. So that's always going to be yeah. fun. But what do you think of Baker's performance so far? Uh, I was not a huge Baker guy coming out of college, but after his rookie season, you know, I thought he's going to take a big step forward. That sophomore, he kind of, sophomore year, he slumped. And then last year he started slow, right? So it's kind of, at first I would, I was on the the train of, "Ah, I don't know if this, I don't know if he can do it, right? Like he's got the moxie, he's got the it, but does he have, can he play football well enough? And I think as time has gone on, he absolutely has proven that. I think his arm has gotten stronger. I think out of all quarterbacks in the entire NFL, I think he does the best job of as far as getting his entire body incorporated into throwing the football. That's why he gets so much velocity. That's why he throws the ball so far when he has to. Um, it's just, can he place the ball consistently enough to, to win the game? And that's the question week to week. Can he do that? But I think he's definitely got the guys around him, especially when fully healthy OBJ Landry, you know, I don't need to say it, but I think Baker is a, is a good quarterback um, borderline top 10. Is he elite? No, not yet. He's in that tier, I think, with guys like um, – I think he's better than Joe Burrow is right now. I don't think he's on the level of a Kyler Murray or Justin Herbert. So I think he's kind of in a sand, in the middle of a sandwich. He might be like in a tier of his own where he's not great or elite, but he's also better than above average, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And, and when you look at him, he doesn't have the same – all-around game as those guys that you mentioned being better than him, the Kylers and the Herberts, those younger quarterbacks. But what the Browns do a really good job of is getting him into situations where he is extremely comfortable. And you see, that's why you see heavy play action and also the heavy boot to the left run that a lot because he is so much more comfortable being able to move out to his left than his right. And I think the Browns are probably one of the more heavy teams in terms of booting to the left, just because of how comfortable that makes Baker and how much more consistent he is in his ball placement going out that way. Yeah. I think his fluidity in his hips, and I talked about his throwing motion with that. He gets his hips all the way around. I think him rolling to the left, it, it also, and how well he can do it, it speaks to how, how flexible his torso, his midsection is. Um, and that also speaks to just Baker is so fantastic at, selling the run right he's one of the best run fake artists in the game he's really gotten it down to a science i mean i know it's kind of easy to to, when your team force the defense to respect the run but he does just as good a job as selling it with his motion his action and getting out getting into space and delivering the football so it's probably again one of the best strengths of his compared to all the other quarterbacks in the entire league yeah for sure and we will now get into a couple superlatives here before we go to our predictions. First off, Kellen, who's your MVP for this game? Um, I'm going to go Nick Chubb. I think he's the MVP. Um, Bears run defense is very, has been very inconsistent uh, ever since last year. They, they've, they've, they've kind of stopped guys like Alvin Kamara and, and these guys who should be a little bit better than the RSA, Quan Barkley. Um, but then they've just ended up struggling with other, like they've done, they did a good job with Derrick Henry last year, but for whatever reason, they're just inconsistent. Right. 
Um, so I'll give it to Chubb. I think he's um, arguably the best player on the field when he's on the field. You know, I think it'd be between him and Khalil Mack. I know the Browns have some monsters up up uh, on the O-line, but I'd still give Chubb the edge as far as being the best player on that offense. Uh, so I'd, I'd give it to him. Yeah, and I'm going to actually flip over to the Browns' defense for this one. Now, I, in terms of bounce-back games, I do think Denzel Ward will play better, but he has one of the most tough matchups in what I definitely believe is a top-10 receiver in Allen Robinson. And so I'm not going to go with him. I'm actually going to stay stay in the secondary and go with John Johnson the third. I think when you have a rookie quarterback starting, one of the biggest things you can do to confuse them is get into your dime looks and be able to move those safeties around. And when you have three guys in Delpit, Johnson, and Harrison, who can all play box, nickel, and even single high, as well as too high. It just provides so much versatility to be able to move them around. And I'm just going to pick out the best of those guys and John Johnson and think that he has a pretty massive game. And I don't necessarily think it's going to have a large impact statistically. I think it's going to be more of what he can do to help impact the Browns defense as a whole. And so let's go next to who's your sleeper for this game, Kellen? Um, my sleeper. I'm going to go – I'm going to stick on the secondary. I'm actually going to go Grant Delpit. I thought he was pretty good uh, last week um, from, from the clips that I saw from watching Grant Delpit last week. Um, is he the best player now in the back end of the defense? No, I don't think so. Is he extremely talented and can he make plays everywhere? Yes, absolutely. And Justin Fields' biggest uh, issue in college was, does he is he seeing the field well post-snap? Or is he seeing the rotation in the defense? Is he seeing the guys who are dropping, seeing the guys who are doing whatever, changing what he saw pre-snap? And a guy like Grant Telwood, I think, can make a big difference with that. He can show blitz. He can play in the box pre-snap. He can rotate from a split field to, to the box. He can rotate from the box to one high. Uh, he can do a lot of those things. Um, and I think that the Browns' biggest thing, will how, how can we confuse an athlete like Justin Fields? And I think Grant Delpit can be a big piece of that. Yeah, I definitely agree there. And so I will say within the past three hours my sleeper has changed and the reason my sleeper has changed is because it was john johnson and then he was named pfs defensive player of the week and i decided i can't in good conscience name a defensive player of the week as a sleeper so i'm actually going to have to go back to the browns and very similar to what your thoughts were on grant delpit do the same for jeremiah usakoromoa i think they're going to use him very similarly and play a bit more in the box he has shown, actually, that compared to what the Browns have, he's probably better in the box than their linebackers anyways. And then obviously in the overhang and being able to play out even wider and deeper is where he's most natural. But he has shown, you know, he's probably better than, like, a lot of their other players. Obviously, Mac Wilson did have a good game last week, but consistently Mac Wilson hasn't been there and. 
I do think that Owusu-Koromoa can o- overtake him for the will job. So he's going to be my sleeper for this week. So, Callum, let's end it here with a score prediction. Um, I'll go Browns 38, Bears 28. That's what I've been telling people. I think that Justin Fields uplifts this offense, right? I, I don't think he plays mistake-free, but I think he makes more good plays than bad plays. I think that there's a clear difference in the way he runs the offense than when Andy Dalton does. I think they put up 28 points, 24, 28, something like that. Um, but I still think the Browns are the better team. I think they find a way. Uh, like I said, I think that for whatever reason, the pairs happen, happen to struggle with run games inconsistently. Uh, and I think Baker is, is better than a lot of people give him credit for, uh, especially if OBJ is healthy. Um, I think that offense for the Browns still is, is, a, is a better unit. So I give them the edge 38-28. Yeah, and so far he has been a full participant in practice this week. And it actually opened up for media availability for the first time since his injury occurred. And so hopefully that does imply that he will be healthy. And I'm going to go pretty close. I do think the Bears can have some red zone struggles just with that rookie quarterback when the field condenses. I think they're they could be kicking – a few field goals there. So I'm actually going to go 35, 27. I do think the bears keep it close, but just the, some easy correctable mistakes for fields can swing this game. And the Browns run game obviously is going to be something to lean on. And then just the fact that the Browns, I think are going to be able to change their ways so far they've really struggled in that red zone defense and on third down and I think this is the time to really step that up when you are facing the rookie quarterback so I'm gonna go 35-27 so Kellen I thank you for your time you can find Kellen and his work at NFL Draft Bible and on Apple Podcasts and Spotify in the film room and you can find him on Twitter at TD excuse me, T-N-D-O underscore K-G. So, Kellen, thanks for your time. I appreciate you, DG. Thank you for having me. That will be it for us today on Fired Up Browns. We will be back next week to wrap up the Browns Week 3 game against the Chicago Bears and also to preview the Browns Week 4 game. Thank you to Kellen Garenstein for coming on the show today. You can check out other Fired Up podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get fired up.